This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Jacob Slater of Wonder Horse is joining me in the studio now. Thank you so much for coming in. Thanks for having me. Last nice night, the, the pop-up at, uh, at the Empty Bottle... Every single person who was there is like, wow. They could tell they were there for something really special and right at the beginning of what's actually your second coming musically, too. We should let people know uh, a little bit about your background, Jacob. Yeah, yeah. So if you could just sign here yeah. and here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the disclosure definitely. forms before we go. I can do that. Yeah. Um, what do you want to know? I don't know. How did it feel last night for starters? It was your first time playing in Chicago. Yeah, first time here. I mean... Uh, yeah, it was a it was a real surprise that it was sold out, and you know that's uh, that's that's wonderful that people wanted to come down and sort of hear it. Um, yeah, it's just uh, it's been our first sort of run of headline shows in the states, and just just getting a feel for the place, really. Yeah, so that was a that was an audience of XRT listeners who had to you know like enter the secret code to come in to see you guys. Tonight is sold out at Shuba's as well. Yeah, so yeah, um, yeah, so everyone who was there, and it was nice of you to hang out. You know, as we were talking, hanging out on the sidewalk in front of the empty bottle, like your first night in Chicago, and you got a chance to meet some really good people, yeah, and, yeah, and chat here and there and everything, and I'm like, yeah, the sidewalks of Chicago are amazing. Yeah. So yeah, what did you end up doing? Last night, well, it's not particularly exciting, because the, the night before, we had kind of a late one in um, Canada, we were in uh, Toronto, mm-hmm. so uh, when, then we had to get an early flight, so I was on about one hour sleep plan playing that show and you know we had all these plans to go out and sort of uh, <laughs> e- explore Chicago a bit but uh, I think once my head hit the pillow it was yeah you know I just had to kind of uh, take it easy but but maybe tonight maybe tonight that's the thing touring kind of catches up with you yeah absolutely yeah. how yeah. does that feel how do you how do you keep yourself sort of in the zone before you go on stage I can't believe you only had about one hour sleep yeah you guys were you know great energy yeah it's strange it's kind of um, extra fuel that you didn't know you had the sort of backup thing yeah. kind of kicks in um I mean, we all, everyone has different things they do before they go on. Um, I I tend to just plug in and whatever I'm feeling musically. I just I think uh, I was what, what was I listening to? I was listening to Iggy Pop before we went on last night. Um, My musical savior. Yeah, Iggy's the man. Um, what was I listening to? Uh, Down on the street off the Funhouse record and uh, Lust for Life and. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. You got the good energy in you. And you got to play a, a Sex Pistol for a minute. You got to be in, that, did, yeah. in that Pistol uh, TV series. Marty, or Morning Man, said uh, it was great. It was fantastic. Have you seen the whole thing? I haven't. I've uh, I've seen bits and bobs of it. I, I, uh, I didn't watch the whole thing, not for any sort of negative reason. I just I was kind of freaked myself out seeing myself. Yeah. On on screen, I thought I don't want to overthink it too much in case I ever do it again. But um, yeah, it was uh, it was a totally different world to music, and uh, yeah, it's a 
crazy thing to be part of for sure i would think sure. so yeah did you enjoy at, like how did it even come about that you ended up acting in that um uh a friend of mine from the music world kind of i mean this is during covid so i was i was living in cornwall um just kind of surfing doing not nice. much and um she said oh they're holding auditions for this uh this this uh danny boyle thing about mm-hmm punk punk music you should you should do an audition and i um i kind of thought nah you know i'm not an actor um but i thought you know what the hell i'll give it a go and do uh do a tape and um sent it in and then they asked me to do another one and another one and it sort of just went through the normal process and got it which is i still it still doesn't feel real now it's this sort of strange surreal chapter but yeah i'm sandra and i'm just the professional your small business was looking for but you didn't hire me because you didn't use linkedin jobs linkedin has professionals you can't find anywhere else including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role like me in a given month over 70 percent of linkedin users don't visit other leading job sites so if you're not looking on linkedin you'll miss out on great candidates like sandra Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. That's brave. I mean, you step out of your out of your box. Do you remember what you had to do when you were, like, did you have a little, a few lines or anything like that you had to say? Like, yeah, uh, yeah. you know, Sid, don't be such a bleep and bleep or whatever. Yeah, something like that. Okay. Um, yeah, Probably yeah. too many obscenities to say on the radio. Yeah, yeah. I won't uh, yeah. befoul the air. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's get to playing some Wonder Horse music from Cub. Uh, mm. A debut album that we just fell in love with as soon as we heard it. We started playing everything on yeah, the radio. Thank you. Uh, thank you. And and before before we're through here, I'll have a pair of tickets to give away for the sold out Shuba show. But here's the song that you started out with last night, leader of the pack. Anything you want to say about it? Uh, uh, not really. I guess yeah. I, I I wrote it like a while ago. So I think I was 19 when I wrote that one, 19 or something. So yeah, it's a sort of angry teenage song, I guess. I love the sneer and the swagger of Leader of the Pack. It's Wonder Horse and 93 XRT. Annalisa here with Jacob Slater of Wonder Horse. Thank you again for coming in. Thanks for having me. After doing yeah. a, it was like it was a, it was a, a very reasonably timed after work, sort of a pop-up show that we did last night at the Empty Bottle and tonight sold out at Shuba's with some tickets to give away in just a little bit. A lot of the people who were there last night were uh, were asking about that. So yeah. um, as far as your, your, we're talking about music as we're playing your music, um, and the song that I'll play next, Purple, is one of the ones that I overheard one of the one of the women he was talking to. I think it was Abby. She said, yeah, Purple was the first song I heard, and that really drew me in. There's something you said about music that uh, that really drew me to you. You were saying, oh, there's plenty of time in life to lie or something like that. But music is a sacred space. Mm-hmm. And, and I think you really tap into it in that song. Who, who were some of the sacred, uh, I don't know, the... You almost find a, like a solace in a song. The song "Purple," it's almost like you're reaching out to people who feel like they might be invisible, and they know that they're seen. Are there artists or or songs or bands that made you feel like that when you discovered music? Yeah, definitely. I think um, I think Pete Townsend's songwriting was probably the first thing to hit me like that because when I was really young, I was um, my dad kind of brought me up on Quadrophenia, nice. which is obviously um, it's that it's an album about sort of coming of coming of age being a teenager and confused and stuff I guess which a lot of the lyrical stuff didn't make a great deal of sense to me when I was four or five years old but I love the energy of of the music but then I kind of grew up with that record and then by the time I did get to that age the song spoke to me in a different way and I think that that definitely stuck with me that feeling of I don't know the music being something that 
Uh, yeah, uh, it's kind of a uh, a light in dark places, maybe yeah. without trying to sound too corny. But um, but you know, it's it's good for loads of things. You know, we're talking about um, Iggy Pop. That was another really uh, sort of useful weapon to have in yeah. the arsenal when you're when you're a teenager. It gives you a whole new lease of life. You're like, oh, I don't have to, I don't have to do this anymore. I can do this, and I don't care what that person thinks. And, you know, yeah. and it's uh, it was really really freeing. Uh, and I think that the really good stuff will. It's timeless in that sense. It doesn't matter when you hear it. If you heard it when it came out, or you hear it, you know, four years later. Absolutely, I agree. Because um, you know, we discover stuff years and years after it was recorded. Dylan, we were talking about. Yeah, we're talking about 1965 in music. I wasn't there in 1965 listening to music, nor were you certainly at, uh, at 25. But I wish I was. But, uh, you know, but it speaks. It will speak forever. As well, I think your music too, just starting out. Well, who knows? But um, yeah, I, de- I mean, Dylan's a Dylan's a big one uh, for me. He's uh, he's kind of whatever situation you're in, I feel like he can provide some sort of escape or help you to understand it in some way. Um, he, he had a great thing, uh, a great radio show too, actually. He had this thing called Theme Time Radio Hour. He just picked something for the week. And, Dylan? Yeah, yeah. No and, this, way. and there's like 200 episodes of it or something. And um, yeah, that's, that's, that's the thing with him as well. There's, all, all, there's so much music and so much stuff that he's done to unpack, you know, really interesting bits of work that he's done which is uh, so yeah still still uh, you know perpetually discovering Dylan which is great it is you blast that Desert Island disc because you can always hear more in Dylan or Leonard Cohen sort of yeah he's amazing as well Tom Waits Tom Waits. Yeah, that was dark yeah yeah, he he totally changed my world when um, my dad played me Burma Shave the song off uh, Foreign Affairs when I was about 11 or 12 and I'd never heard anyone tell a story like Mm -hmm. that through through song it was um yeah, it's like stepping into some sort of film noir thing, and yeah. I just yeah, I, I, it, that that totally messed me up in a really good way, <laughs> yeah. you know, in a really 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 good way. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm still a massive fan of Tom to this day. And he's just another artist that does whatever he wants to do, and yeah. um, which is yeah, it'll take a leaf out of his book for sure. Absolutely. So before I I play Purple, do you want to say anything about it specifically about Scarlet? Uh, about Scarlett, mm. well, she's doing all right wherever she is, but um, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the story in the song. Yeah, it's that's... It's pretty apparent as you listen. That's like it, yeah. It's, uh, it's a confusing time <laughs> yeah. without putting too fine a point on it. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Purple with the man who wrote it right here, Jacob Slater in studio. Tonight, Shuba's sold out pair of tickets to give away in just a little while. But um, but to chat more about, well, that song for one, talking about sort of singing to the person who feels like they're invisible. Those are the songs that just reach right out at you. Um, now, as I understand it, for writing, for people who don't know, Dead Pretties, your first band. Yeah. If you yeah. were to describe in a few words or sentences. Um, Dead Pretties, what was that? That was... Um you were 17 when you started it, were you? 17, yeah. yeah, so that was 17 till I was about 19, 20. It was quite a short um, burst of energy, I guess. Yeah, I, I, I think at that time in my life, I needed to get out um, get out some sort of, uh, or explore some frust- frustrations, you know? Right. Uh, and that was a kind of a, a vehicle for that, and it was uh, useful, but it's one of those things that kind of, 
uh, you know, things things can uh, go wrong when uh, when you're younger and stuff. Yeah. And <laughs> um, yeah, it kind of it imploded pretty quickly and got quite uh, quite messy. But I'm just I'm like really a glad good punk happened. rock song would. Yeah, yeah, it was um, messy and then <clears throat> yeah, definitely learned a lot from it. And um, yeah, it was with uh, my old buddies Oscar and Ben. And uh, I, I think Oscar's got some new music now. Oscar Brown, you should go check it out. Yeah. He's 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 doing some some cool stuff these days but um yeah it was a lot of fun but uh very different to what i'm doing now i guess yeah yeah so from i don't know if i have the timeline just right but after that you left london and then you went to sing your heart out to the infinite sea did you move towards the sea where and surfing and all yeah that? yeah i um i mean i've surfed since i was about nine or ten years old um really yeah because yeah, my my parents used to go on uh camping holidays down in cornwall mm-hmm. um you know you like take a tent for the summer and stuff nice. and um there was a guy down there called matty who taught me to surf and we're still very good friends to this day you know we, we went surfing in um, morocco this this january so we're still really tight and that was a wonderful thing because he kind of taught me that and gave me that and um and then just before covid I uh, I moved down uh, just to, just to be there because I was pretty sick and tired of living in or around London. I just right. wanted to you know be. I think it's uh, it's always felt like home, even though it wasn't for a long time. Right. So yeah, just moved down there. So mm. with surfing, how do you how would you compare the skills you use with surfing with performing and um, writing? Uh, definitely, I'm, I'd say I'm a better writer and performer than I am a surfer, <laughs> but um, I have a lot of fun doing it. But um, I. It's it's a different thing. I think music when you're younger is you do it for fun and for an escape. And I think when you when it becomes your job, you're always kind of looking for that and hoping it'll feel like that. And it does sometimes, but it doesn't all the time. And I think the main the main critical difference is that you know surfing is not my job. And I have uh, right. I've said this before in interviews, so I'm, I feel bad kind of repeating myself. But it's it gives is an area of life where you kind of allow yourself the freedom to fail a bit mm-hmm. and just be. A decidedly, you know, a- average surfer, and not put too much pressure on yourself. Right. And um, yeah, and it, was, it, it, it can take you away mentally from having this, you know, this constant pressure to. I've got to write. I've got to play a better show. I've got to write a better song. I've got to make a better record. And as you go, actually, ultimately and like objectively, all that stuff is not massively important. You know, right. it's important to me but it doesn't objectively matter. And surfing reminds you of your sort of, especially on a big day when the waves are big and you think you're going to drown or something and you're yeah. really scared. It reminds you of your own insignificance, which which is great because then you can come yeah. back to music with a sort of more playful approach yeah. to it. And then that's usually when the best stuff happens, you know. That's excellent. Not that I could even stand up straight on one, but I but I sure like watching it. You have new material that you played last night that I'm sure you'll play tonight at Shuba's. You have a new Wonder Horse album coming out and yeah. you also have new solo work. Am I right? Uh, yeah. So, yeah, which yeah. one would they be in tandem, or how can we look for those? And um, I think the the, the solo record um, is going to come out in the next sort of few weeks, and um, I guess you, you might have to dig a bit for that one because I'm kind of not going <laughs> to I'm I'm not going to promote it too much. So it was more just kind of for me as like a purging of getting all this all this stuff out that I wanted to hey. get out of it. But um, it's called Pinky. I love you, and um, that'll be. You'll you'll be able to we'll find it. it. You just got to dig a bit. We'll then, look for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Jacob Slater. That's it. Um, um, and then the Wonder Horse next album. Yeah, we just finished making a record at um, Pacadam, uh in Minnesota. Uh, so that'll be out. Probably be mixed by the end of the year. Okay. And then be out. Uh, I guess early next year. So, and yeah. and a dirtier album, I think, is the way you described it. Yeah, yeah. It's it's Party um. House. 
yeah. definitely got some got some rougher edges for sure, which is good. Yeah, yeah. it's good. I don't want it to sound polished. Uh, Jacob, thank you so much for coming in. We Thanks really appreciate it. And yeah. I, I thought we'd play one more song from the album Butterflies, which is a little scary. <laughs> uh, and if you want to say one or two words about that, um, a dark time. Yeah, there's very there's, great song. There's not a whole lot I can say about it on air. <laughs> okay. But um, but yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's a song about some strange things that happened to me when I was okay. a bit younger. <laughs> but all good things, and everyone survived. No one was hurt in the making no, of the song no. Butterflies. It's all a learning process, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> Thank you, Jacob, so much. We'll see you Thank tonight you. at Shuba's. It's yeah. WXRT with Wonder Horse. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law we really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.